And we are currently live, correct? Yep. We're live, people. We're not dead yet. Yay! Uh-huh. Another episode coming at you. Hey, this is Craig Greenberg here on Comic Pop Library. so far away E-R-E-A Cthulhu Fatagin or is that Cthulhu Fatine I can never quite remember cause I'm not in my right mind since I met you No one corrupts the way you do You know it's true And welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Heroes, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with Logan here. And we just got finished listening to Hey There Cthulhu by Eben Brooks. This is an old one that he had on his YouTube channel from 2008. So if you'd like to find out that song and some other songs that he might have done, go to his YouTube channel and you can find other things that he's done. That is Eben Brooks, E-B-E-N, last name is Brooks. And we'll also have a link as well so you can see that and go to the YouTube. But today we are going to be looking at Creature Cops Special Varmint Unit. Yeah, it's a varmint. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a synopsis. In a world filled with freakish gene-spliced animals, this misfit crew of animal cops expect to deal with panda dogs and horned mastiffs. But Cthulhu Creatures was definitely not in the job description. A dead human body has veteran officer Kaminsky on the trail of a hybrid animal fighting ring that might just be related to a ten-year-old cold case that nearly ended Kaminsky's career and life. That is Creature Cop's special varmint unit. This was actually written by Rob uh, Anderson. Who did the art? Is it uh, Pencils? Is it in Pencils there? is Fernando Melek. Okay. They got different people for everything. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything, but it's produ- uh, published by IDW, and this was from back in 2015, so you got to go back a little ways to get this one. You'll probably have to go to eBay or something like that, Half Price Books, if you're interested in this title. Yeah. But we, it's pretty good. We picked this I'm one I'm not sure up. if it actually has any more to it, but it is pretty good. <laughs> As Logan said, we'll get into that about if there's any more or not. not. Sure. Well, that would be if you turned up something in research. Yeah, but I looked into it a little bit. Uh, The characters are in the very front of the book. I did not write them all down, Logan. So he already told you about Kaminsky. He's the veteran cop who this kind of centers around, but there's a couple other characters. One's one of the new recruits, and the other one's kind of veteran as well. Vasquez is the new recruit, that gal who's being the partner to Kaminsky. That Lieutenant Carson, which is the commanding officer, the person who used to be Kaminsky's partner, and Vasquez's love interest. 
<laughs> Sarge, the person who runs precinct operations, which we're Gabby, who likes animals more than people, I guess, and has a pet panda dog. Bao, who is always unhappy. Adit's partner, apparently. And Adit, who is apparently calm and collected. And there is a main protagonist yeah. later on. I can't remember if they ever named him or not. I can't yeah. remember. I think they did, but it's not sticking in my brain at the moment. Logan's kind of flipping through it. Yeah. But while he's doing that, this one, like Logan Red, is all about genetic splicing. Uh-huh. They do not go so far as humans in this story. That's just on animals, the way this story yeah. reads. And they're just taking different animals. And as Logan said, the panda dog. It's a dog with a cross with a panda. We also have another dog in there. That's Born across. Mastiff is Rhino Mastiff. There you yep. go. Rhino you Mastiff. Go. Rhino and a Mastiff. Gene yeah. Splice. And Mastiff is a dog breed. And as he said, the one of the de- uh, detectives likes the panda dog. It's a stray, basically. Yep. And Kaminsky and Vasquez find the horned mastiff. Yeah, at, at one of their calls, yeah. and it's basically it was reported in as an abused animal. Mm-hmm. So they went and took it up. And when they go out there, Kaminsky recognizes the person that's there. And like anything with us, it seems like people twist stuff, and not just in the twisting of the genetics, but like Logan mentioned in the description, they started having fights with these animals, kind of like dog fights mm-hmm. or cock fights, stuff like that, that yeah. is part yeah. of the animal, animal cruelty. And there's that little not dragon thing that shows up as uh, more the dark fighting than the dog fighting one, too. That I can't remember where that is. Dragon fighting? Is that the kimono I think dragon or something? Or? Weren't they little things? That, apparently, I can't remember it because... <laughs> oh, I was thinking oh, of the... Okay. They have in Feral, that's one of the no. little before he did Animal Cop, those were the little shorts that he kinda tested it. Yeah. So Logan's talking about at the back of this graphic novel, there's about three short yeah, stories so. where they were testing out the story yeah, like page or two concepts. concept <clears throat> and yeah. they did have an animal fight with like you said the lizards oh, with yeah. wings that kind of m- mimicked little dragons yep but again this one is a three issue miniseries collected into a graphic novel form mm-hmm. and it's about animal cruelty at its heart yeah in essence and the oh what was the lieutenant's name Carter or uh, Wilson god I went blank Carson again. Carson so you were uh, half right both times <laughs> Go figure. When he was younger, he was Kaminsky's partner, and mm-hmm. they went to a raid of a, one of these fights. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the creature was, but it basically... Oh, no, 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 no. That's later on. Ooh, how much do we spoil? Uh, the they go to a, a raid on a place where they think there's a fight involved, and they find a creature even bigger and badder, and it basically rips off his arm or bites off his arm. I can't remember, but somehow he loses his left arm. I think that's it, yeah. So that's what happened to him. So and Vasquez has come on to be yeah. Kaminsky's new partner, who's basically turned out to be a drunk. Yeah, he's got issues from that one. He apparently gets over it eventually, but yeah, I think he starts out that way, yeah. Though he is still skilled. His oh, yes. little intro scene is, oh yeah, here's this big snake. I can't remember if it was actually bred with anything or if it was just this huge snake that uh, he took care of. Oh, gator snake. Gator snake. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gator it snake, folks. in the Quick Mart parking lot where he needed coffee and quite possibly beer. And yeah, he just stuffed it in the car because yeah, it's not supposed <laughs> to be there. 
Bring it back home. It's a gator snake. <laughs> Go back to the bayous and find you a gator snake. Mm-hmm. And I think this has a feel that it is somewhere like in Alabama or Louisiana, back in the swampy area because of these creatures like that. It might be, yeah. So that's what it feels like. And It's got forested areas at least. True. It does. But that's the primary thing. Um, Logan mentioned there's an old case that comes up that they don't know if Kaminsky just and uh, Carson really thought about this. Carson's kind of blocked it, I think, but of this raid that they did where he lost his arm. Yeah. Where they think Kaminsky's just hallucinated the whole thing of the big bad mm-hmm. that they had to try to take care of. And they did kind of delay it because mm-hmm. it didn't come forth. But then, of course, when they get further in, we find out there's a cult that's trying to bring it forth again. Yep. And you kind of know what we're talking about just because of the title of the opening song. Yeah. That we had. It even the mentioned something on the back about it, too, which True. I had not remembered it mentioning it on the back before. <laughs> So a little bit of a giveaway there. Uh, it's It's got a little bit of dark humor to it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not bloody bloody per se, but it's definitely yep. not clean either. It does, yeah. doesn't shy away from some of the wounds. When and people stuff die, people... there are blood, but right. there is blood, but yeah. I didn't read if any language. I don't think so. Either. No... Uh, skin that I remember. No shower scenes or love scenes. As Logan says, there was a relationship, but it was a beginning yeah. relationship. Like one kiss, and that's at the very end. <laughs> so, yeah, not actually going into that aspect. It was a budding relationship. Uh-huh. So, it was a rookie cop, basically, and kind of falling for her commander. Yeah, which <laughs> might be some issues there, but ah, well. <laughs> yeah, there might be. <laughs> Uh, they get into, like I said, the genetic splicing. Mm-hmm. But r- what leads them to this cult is some of the creatures that they start running into, which are the griffins. Yep. So, and these are not genetically engineered that I recalled. I think. Because they were not registered. They weren't registered. So they, they actually, as far as everybody knew before the griffins started showing up, there hadn't been anything with more than two species crossbred. Right. And griffins seem to have three or something like that. Yeah, they have the wings. They have the lion body. Yeah. And the wings. Uh, actually, where is the third part of them? I just noticed. Is it lion? Lion, eagle. Lion, eagle. And I'm not sure. Was there anything? I don't know. But that's, they did make that comment, though. I remember it, too. Yeah. So the question mark is is this something brand new that they haven't seen before and they're investigating that which leads them to other things that are questioned these griffins are that's basically they've captured one because uh-huh. it's been reported so they caught one and then there's like three that are still on the loose that are trying to find its little one i think it was a baby griffin yeah, i think it, it was actually that no the three are the little ones the one they captured is the mom okay and these griffins terrorize the town. Just trying to get to their mother. <laughs> also releasing a horde of panda dogs onto yes. the street. That was good. They got the panda dogs running the streets. So, uh-huh. <laughs> And the, they have the one, like I said, the one lady that's really enamored with animals. She has her stray panda dog that she feeds there. Mm-hmm. She's not supposed to because it's a stray. So they're technically, since they're a varmint unit, they're supposed to be capturing them and... If, and I guess. If they're not registered or owned by somebody, it's kind of like a dog pound, a city yeah. pound. And, yep, yeah, likely going to be put down if the shelters are full, too. Yep. And they already have 
panda dogs in there, like Logan said. Or somewhere there are panda dogs and they get let loose. I think that might have actually been a store. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I don't know if you would call it a pet store. I don't know what you would call that. I know. Well, they came... <laughs> well, the visual is them coming out of a place with glass in the window. So that there is basically, I think, there. The storefront. Okay. Yeah. You're right. It's on a busy but street. And what would you call that, though? Yeah. Who knows? A pet store or is a it a, Is it like Petco? Is it a Pound? <laughs> who knows? Maybe it's Gin Petco for Gene Pet Company. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? But anyway, that's kind of what they get broken out of. So they got to chase all those down. The dog that Kaminsky finds at this basically the uh animal fighters place is another that's the horned mastiff Mm -hmm. and it basically adopts kaminsky in essence (laughs) and so kaminsky is like oh god here we go he's trying to get rid of him yeah and he cannot bear to leave him to oh the dog shoulder is full probably gonna be put down no he's not having that (laughs) true the artwork in this one is pretty standard fare for american artwork it's Mm -hmm. it's fairly crisp i mean the lighting and shading are pretty bright there's a few areas that are a little darker but for the most part through this book it's fairly bright you can see Uh all the artwork clearly the lettering is done well so you can read stuff clearly Uh really well done I enjoyed it. Uh, if you think of, if you're familiar with image artwork, but not to the extreme of what they draw their superhero characters, kind of maybe a in-between of an older style artwork to their artwork, kind of a middle ground where it's not pulpy pulpy, but it's not fancy fancy either. So I like that about this. It just hit that, for me, it kind of just hit, hit that, that sweet spot. That's nice. Yeah, that middle ground. Yeah. So oh, I enjoyed that. Apparently cultist guy is James Addison. There we go. The leader of the cult, James Addison and he's tied in with the the animal fighter and they basically are getting these animals not necessarily for fights but for other reasons which if you read the story you will find out Mm -hmm. and then the question I guess is whether these things are actual mystical stuff or just new technology true that's the question mark and even the big bad that james brings in is it actually gene spliced or is it mystical who knows though at least from james perspective that's where that song is true (laughs) he's the one singing it yeah that's the one singing it Uh, so that's pretty fun cool this one is pretty much a standalone sadly i enjoyed the concept did you like the concept yeah it was good it went by very fast yeah the story was over before you knew it but when it's only three issues long yep kind of expect it to be that way but i was kind of hoping maybe when i was looking back seeing if there was more issues maybe i was hoping to find it but evidently this is one that they gave it a try and evidently didn't sell enough so kind of sad yeah because they because the third issue with all everything that happened so fast and how it resolved itself so fast it was kind of a for me i enjoyed it to a degree but also it was a little bit of a letdown I can kind of see it. The reason I say that uh, is that I could have seen this story go on for several issues before they exposed the big bad and defeated the big bad. I mean, this was a story that had a little bit of a mysticism with it. Uh, the Cthulhu mythologies within it, as it's mentioned. Yeah, and a detective right. story that could have happened. A revenge story to a degree as well. So there's a lot of elements that could have been explored. But I just think he put <laughs> this... Yeah, they made it work because they tied it in 
mentioned uh, the whole backstory case, no. and apparently they're still using the exact same warehouse. <laughs> true, true. Which yeah, most I don't think most bad guys would do that, but maybe they would. Who knows? It's the one I'm not they a bad own, guy. And apparently they didn't actually check afterwards, so <laughs> it's still there. There you go. But it was a little bit of a letdown since there's not more issues. I mean, uh, Rob Anderson, the writer, I thought he was doing good. I think the artist. I can't remember who Logan said that was, but I liked the work that that person was doing. Yep. Really liked it all. Fernando Melek. Thank you, Fernando Melek. So yeah. really enjoyed the artwork and everything. Yeah, I can see some points where it could have had more stuff too because there's at least some tension with the regular police. You see that when you find one of the fighting ring's bodies. True. Yeah, there were some bodies around, so they didn't really go into kind of like forensics with the bodies or anything like that. They were just, oh, it's here, here, here. It was really fast. The main thing they noted on forensics was it's this guy. We know what gang he belongs to. And that style of injury is pretty much exactly the same as 10 (laughs) years ago. And the uh, got a body memory. was underneath a bull bear, so they had an excuse to look at it. <laughs> there you go. True, yeah, because the varmint unit isn't part of the police department, so there was yeah. a rivalry there that could have been explored. The, the two uh, goofballs, hmm? yeah. the two goofball cops. I they can't, did not do much. Yeah, but they could have explored them a whole lot more, because why, why would you introduce them in the first issue if this wasn't going to be a longer story to look at some maybe some of their cases, or they would be more involved, and they were basically at the beginning, then I think they made a short appearance at the end. They made a... Didn't, I think they're they basically just the people who are helping out. They show up in the middle, too, to oh, help true. with putting things in cages. Then they <clears throat> interview someone talking about the... But they do show up, but yeah, just doesn't um, seem. And Vasquez's story is not explored. Why did she become yeah. part of that unit? Could easily get some uh, you know, stuff that. like that. And so. the James was implied to be one of the rich political type True. guys. So I mean, it, could easily have done the them knowing it's him, but can't actually get there because yeah. which and, to be fair they don't seem to care that much like that. <laughs> no that's true but to me it's like this could have been maybe a oh maybe around a 25 issues yeah. you know if they explored everything fairly deeply yeah. th- 25 30 might have even been able to stretch it to 50 that but that probably would have been pushing yeah. it because yeah. i don't think they could even just do it on the like there's plenty of cop shows you could base it off of that too yeah and that's where it could have been an ongoing series because of that. You could have different cases. Yeah. But this one seemed to be like the big case, but the kind of like how Doctor Who has the background case. This big bad should have been that background case. Yeah. And, it and they did several cases along the way. Yeah, it kind of was, but kinda yeah, was. it was. Yeah. But they didn't rare. develop the other cases much. True. They just, oh, they broke out. Let's chase them, corral them. Yeah, there was a mention of a Rat King case that they tried right. but I think that was just they're hiding there because the Griffins are in the basement. Yeah, true. You're right because that's I remember that. That's how they caught the Griffins. The rats. Yeah. Right, that's true. So they had a lot of potential. I thought if you're if you like those mythos and you like the genetic type stuff, they tied in a lot of stuff and yeah. if animals. If you like the Cthulhu stuff, that's a moderately neat tie-in. If you like wow. the genetic meat creature Gen- mixes, that's a barely neat basis. And if you like just top shows, it's got uh, just that vibe to it. So 
Yeah. The what was the last the one? The vibe of the cop shows. Oh, cop shows. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And even the cover even alludes to what Logan was calling the dragons. Yeah. They were, were. They're not in the main issues. Like Logan said, they're just in the backstory, right? Yeah. And they're also smaller in the backstory. Oh, that's true. Because <laughs> in the cover, they're basically waist height, yeah. or thigh height. They something are. Something like that. And they have Vasquez as the cover image, which, which was kind of. She a, was basically okay. the viewpoint character. True. She was the one that was learning everything as you were doing all that yeah <laughs> true so if you know somebody that uh likes these types of stories i think they'd enjoy it but i think they'll be left wanting uh-huh. they'll want more and there's not more that's the sad part about it yeah you can introduce it to them you can find it put it in your library but i mean once it's gone i wouldn't replace it i wouldn't spend a whole lot of money for it i would probably maybe just interlibrary loan it if you don't have it so they could read it it's a decent story it just like i said leaves you wanting and apparently they did make other things but oh yeah, yeah there's several more titles that idw puts out i was talking about the writer but yeah oh the writer has a few other things too but even the writer when i looked him up yeah. didn't see a whole lot more that he actually done maybe just a couple other things so yeah it has uh, a little advertisement for a i think what is it something wrecked rex zombie killer which the main <laughs> character seems to be a dog there's a cash and a gorilla with a baseball bat <laughs> another dog so another animal type story so yep. so it seems like rob anderson liked the animal stories he liked riding in that arena mm-hmm. and, I, and i enjoyed this i thought yeah, it was a fun. fun ride it just like i said i was wanting more and I can't have it. No, yeah. I want more. Uh, <laughs> Anything else you have to say, Logan? I don't think so. Yeah, it's a short one. It was only three issues and a couple of short stories in the backup. And the backups are in black and white. Forgot to mention yeah, that. Yeah, they are. So. Oh, apparently there are the bigger ones, too. Oh, There's the okay. little hand-sized one and the ones that are... About waist high. Like gator-sized. <laughs> gator. <laughs> Actual gator-sized, not like the gator snake that was... Right. Huge snake size. <laughs> so you can have fun with this, and I think they could have, but yeah. Yeah. Sadly, no. But this one will be in our collection. We have it here, and it'll stay here. I enjoyed it enough to keep it in. And we have so much other stuff. We probably won't reread it for a good while, but hey, <laughs> that's part of having a lot of stuff, I guess. <laughs> yep. All right, I think that's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun one. Yep, it was a fun one. And in honor of the panda dogs being let go and breaking well, up, everybody's like, who let the panda dogs out? So Logan said, well, by golly, let's go. Who let the dogs out by yeah. Baja men? So that's what we're going to be leaving out on. Uh-huh. So if you want to look up more of theirs, uh, look up Baja Men, find out theirs. Of course, everybody knows Who Let the Dogs Out. It's a popular anthem. Uh, Look them up on your digital distributor of music of your choice to get more from them. Uh, Check out Eben Brooks on his YouTube channel. You can get more stuff from him as well. But I think that's going to do it this go around. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, that's it, folks. Hope you enjoyed our short little time here with you. We've had fun, and we will catch everybody on the flip side. Bye now. Bye. Was nice, the party was pumping. And everybody having a ball. Until the fellas started in calling. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. 
All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.